welcome to the Menstrual Mobile Podcast. My name is Jack, aka The Menstrual Mobile. Today we're going to talk about something that I feel like is super important when you are beginning to prioritize your hormones and keep your cycle in the forefront of your mind. And that is what things can kind of disrupt your cycle and your hormones and how they are meant to be working. You may have heard my story about how I grew up with really painful periods and PMS symptoms. I'm talking I would burn bridges during the PMS zone of my cycle. I would start fights with friends, family, partners, and then I had been told at a young age that the women in our family were predisposed to really heavy and really painful periods. So I got rid of those with a lot of the habits that I teach within my courses, but I'm going to be honest with you. Even as your cycle sync coach and menstrual mogul, in my three years of doing this work of bettering my hormones and prioritizing my cycle, I have had some painful periods and even PMS symptoms come and creep back in to my life. And it's never a fun thing, but the best thing for me at least and for many of my clients is that I knew exactly why there was either a setback or perhaps my period was early or late. The best thing was just feeling a sigh of relief that I knew exactly why, that I was well equipped with the knowledge of what could be throwing things off balance, and I also had the tools to rectify it so that I could get back to my normal cycle. And I find that to be just the biggest and most empowering flex when it comes to syncing multiple aspects to your cycle. But I am also all about prevention and intervention whenever we can, so I I obviously don't want you or myself to be experiencing unnecessary PMS or painful periods. So I want to give you a heads up of things that could disrupt your cycle, make it early, make it late, and how you can better support your hormones during these times, especially because we are about to enter the holiday season. I am not leaving you unequipped during an already stressful time of year. So more on that later in this episode. So first, let's go over what could be disrupting your cycle, specifically making your period early or late or perhaps even heavier than you're used to if you have been using my cycle sync habits. So truly this all comes down to stress, which I roll. I know it's like minimize your stress and you'll have X, Y, and Z results happen to you. And how many times can we hear that? And I understand how annoying it is, especially given how predisposed we are to stress in 2023. We are already dealing with stress from relationships, from work, from having our kids schedule run our lives, from seeing other people on social media and thinking that we need to be somewhere else doing something more or even just thinking about the future and creating anxiety around that. Those are all things that are going to increase your stress hormone cortisol. And basically in layman's terms without getting too scientific, when your cortisol is higher than it should be, you are going to interrupt ovulation. When ovulation is interrupted, that can delay 
your period. So yes, stress does have that much of an effect on your hormones. So basically when your body is stressed, I'm sure you've heard a guru say that we figuratively think we're being chased by a lion, right? And so when your body feels like it's being chased by a lion by increased cortisol, it kind of puts all other body functions on the back burner that aren't necessary for you to survive. So believe it or not, getting pregnant is not a requirement requirement in order to survive as a human and as a female. It is something that our body wants to do, whether we want it to or not. We want to be fertile. We want to have the ability to get pregnant. But when it comes to being chased by a lion, that is not the body's priority, nor is digestion or other things that could be interrupted by stress. Now, I remember a few times when this has been the case for me, when I had a really painful period, even after implementing some of my cycle sync habits around food and fitness and that was because it was directly correlated to stress. It was not this past summer but the summer of 2021 I had just began the business side of my hormone health coach business and I remember I was very eager and very excited to be launching and I had just joined a mastermind and I was surrounded by women who were making a lot of money and I was just like so pumped to be part of that group and also to get my business up and running. And so usually what I tell myself and my clients is, you know, don't launch the week of your period. It's not really the best time to be launching something new, maybe the week after, but the week during is not going to feel like such a great vibe. And I heard a little, you know, angel on my shoulder be like, Jack, you know, Maybe you shouldn't be launching the week of your period. The reason being I was going to go against my own advice is because in July of that summer, it was my birthday and I wanted to do like a birthday launch with a whole bunch of offers. It would require... At first, I thought it wouldn't require too much, but it did end up (laughs) requiring a lot of energy. But I wanted to be able to do that during the week of my birthday, and that was the week of my period as well. So I went against my own advice. I listened to the devil that was like, come on, it's going to be fun. We're going to do it. And so I did, and it was crazy because on paper, you know, I made a couple thousand dollars just from that launch alone in just five days, and it was on paper very successful. But I remember being so drained having to create the offers to sell them to promote them with energy on my Instagram stories while also being in the beginning stages of my period I remember specifically on my birthday I think I went paddle boarding that morning and then I didn't do anything I quite literally laid horizontal And to be honest, I felt very drained by it. So that's kind of the mindfuck is that on paper, it was successful, but internally I was drowning. And so what you do this month affects what your next period is like. So I launched in July and kind of ran on all cylinders during the week of my period, which I shouldn't have done. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you what happened in August Number one, I had probably one of the most painful period cramps like situations that I've had since I found cycle syncing. I was doubled over, living on a heating pad again, and I was like, this is not the vibe, honey. Not only that, but I could feel that my adrenals and like my stress and cortisol have been kicked over a lot from that, from going against my cycle. And I had to actually cancel a launch because I didn't want to push it any further. You know, in my previous business, I would have done that and 
If you haven't heard, the story of that is that I walked away and burnt out from that business. So I knew I really needed to embody what I teach and listen to my body. And that meant pausing and actually losing money in the end of it because I had to not launch something in the month of August. So while stress may seem like an eye roll statement (laughs) that you need to mitigate stress for less painful periods and also to have a cycle that's more regular, Um, that means that you have to have boundaries. You have to be doing the health habits that support your hormones. And especially with the holiday season coming up, I want you to be sure you are mitigating this end of year stress that comes from, you know, whether there's work deadlines or social gatherings that you feel pressured to go to, or just those family members that really, (laughs) you know, get to you this time of year. And in speaking of the holiday season, something that also comes with that is travel. And traveling, unfortunately, does have an effect on our hormones, and I want to explain why. Now, none of these things that I'm breaking down to you, minus like mitigating your stress, is to tell you not to do it. I just want you to be aware of the repercussions that could happen from doing it. Again, just so you feel empowered with the knowledge and that if something is off kilter with your cycle, you know exactly why. So traveling specifically far and into different time zones can definitely have an interruption or kind of mess up your cycle. And that's thanks to the interruption of your circadian rhythm. So actually a man's hormone cycle resets every 24 hours with your internal bodily clock, your circadian rhythm. And because we're special women, we also have a secondary bodily clock called the infradian rhythm. And that's matched up with our menstrual cycle. But when we are traveling specifically into different time zones and in an airplane, we are messing with our circadian rhythm because perhaps like you start flying at night and you're up and you're in blue light throughout the whole night with a plane and the EMF that comes with it. And then you're Uh, arriving in a destination and it's daytime when it's really supposed to be your nighttime, it just kind of throws everything into whack, reasonably so. Also, while traveling, you can be getting crappy sleep, especially on a plane. You could be not drinking as much and eating as well and your digestion is kind of all out of whack too. So these are all things that when they're messed up can definitely have an effect on your cycle. I know for me, last year, I actually traveled to Mexico. Mexico for a business retreat and to go on a little honeymoon with my husband in Tulum. And it was 12 days in Mexico. It was absolutely fabulous. It actually was only a one hour time difference. So that was no big deal. But I was radically changing my usual routine and the way my body is used to working. I first of all flew and then I also was eating foods that I wasn't used to eating. I was also eating more and I wasn't moving and doing the same things that I was used to doing at home. I also was probably staying up a little bit later and, you know, just go, go, going despite whatever phase of my cycle it was. And those are all things that can just create a little bit of havoc. And I remember that my period was actually super early, like five or 10 days early, not 10 days, definitely five days early. And then also 
I remember the month after that, it was back on track like timing wise, but it was painful. So it can take up to one or two cycles for your body to readjust. And so that's why I really encourage my clients to be integrating cycle sync habits, especially with food and movement throughout the course of their cycle, even if they're traveling. And it's actually really simple to do, but it does just take a little bit of intention. I almost find it like a game to figure out how to make all my my cycle sync habits work when I'm out and about? Like, how can I make a glucose hack work when I'm out to eat? Or how could I incorporate some phase-friendly movement into my day-to-day life? Like, specifically, if I'm, like, down visiting my nieces in Texas. It's actually really fun and manageable, especially when you're traveling. So I always encourage my clients to find their version of that, or my forte is figuring that out for them. The next thing that could disrupt your cycle and throw things off balance is eating out and drinking often. So again, this episode is not to convince you not to ever drink again or not to ever eat out again. I love to enjoy a meal out here and there, but when we're on vacation especially or traveling during the holiday season, we are a little bit less in control of what we're eating and where. So when it comes to drinking alcohol, alcohol causes inflammation and inflammation will have an effect on your cycle. It also stops absorption of B vitamins. So that's something that's crucial to your hormonal health and harmony. And you're not getting that when you're drinking alcohol, especially if you increase your intake of alcohol throughout the holiday season. Not only that, but the liver is in charge of getting the alcohol out of your body since it's a toxin and its main priority is that when you are consuming alcohol. So every other um, process that the liver is used to doing, such as detoxing your hormones and any other you know, toxins within your body, it's put on the back burner when alcohol is in the mix. So um, as a result, people who drink alcohol often have higher levels of estrogen. And when you have too much estrogen, that can create something that you may have heard of called estrogen dominance. And that's where you get these symptoms such as mood swings, painful periods, and you're not having the balanced effect of estrogen to progesterone that is needed for hormonal harmony. And then when it comes to eating out meals, that can, depending on where you eat or who you're eating from, it can come with things such as being foods being cooked with vegetable oils, such as like soybean, corn, cottonseed oil, all these oils that are very high in omega-6 fats. And they are an inflammatory fatty acid. And this causes your body to be inflamed and also not able to produce the good prostaglandins that are anti-inflammatory. So there are certain prostaglandins that your body makes and it kind of acts as nature's natural mitol. You know, they, they give you these anti-pain vibes, especially when you get your period. And we do make other types of prostaglandins that don't do that. But specifically, this kind is interrupted and not able to be made when you're consuming foods that are constantly being cooked in these omega-6 fat oils. I touched on this, but when I was traveling to Mexico, I definitely was probably eating foods that were just cooked in whatever, wherever, which is totally fine. But that is definitely an effect that I experienced and felt in the months following because my periods were so painful after that trip. 
Now, enough about how things can go wrong, because I don't think that is something we need to harp on or focus on too much. Rather, I want to empower you. First of all, girl, you have so much more control than you realize in these habits and these things coming up specifically with the holiday season, such as parties, get-togethers, what have you. And so I want you to really be steadfast in prioritizing your hormones this holiday season because that's where you're going to feel less stress and that's where you're going to feel like you're much more in control is when your hormones and your cycle is the main character and front and center. So the top tips that I would focus on or the the topics that I would focus on is to first of all make sure you're stabilizing blood sugar. So You can feel free to follow someone like the glucose goddess or you can pop into one of my programs where I teach you how to do blood sugar balancing tips. But basically, a lot of times you can just chalk up a lot of the stress that we're experiencing during the holiday season to not having enough quality food in our stomachs or we're eating in a way that is making our blood sugar spike and then that stresses us out and then we feel like our cortisol is out to wazoo and we have no control over anything. So you want to make sure you're eating a lot of protein, eating veggies first before or you go to like a holiday party and that way your body is just better to metabolize any of the fun foods that you want to eat at these holiday parties because I don't believe in restriction. Times of year have their time in place and you know winter is a time to beef up a little bit and I'm personally okay with that. I've come to terms with that that this isn't a time of year where I'll eat like this the rest of the year. It truly isn't but I don't believe restriction is the key either. So I just make sure I can have my chocolate and eat it too by incorporating blood sugar and glucose stabilizing hacks. The other thing that you would want to prioritize is breakfast before caffeine. This ties back into the cortisol, your stress hormone that you want to keep, you know, you don't want it to break out like the Incredible Hulk, essentially. So what are some ways that women are increasing their cortisol? They are drinking their coffee on an empty stomach. Essentially, by doing that, you are pouring gasoline on your cortisol fire, and it is going to erupt into a huge, huge bonfire eventually and that's when you're gonna lay it out and really let Ann Kathy know how you feel about her or some shit but basically what you want to be doing is making sure that your body feels safe and how do you make it feel safe you make it feel fed you know you're not being chased by a lion when you're eating breakfast full of protein a little bit of veggie and healthy fats so make sure that you're eating something prior to your coffee so that we are minimizing that stress and especially that cortisol hormone. If you are traveling to a beautiful destination during the holiday season or even in the upcoming months, make sure that when you arrive, especially if it's been by plane and you're changing time zones, then you do what is called grounding. So that means taking off your shoes and putting your feet in the ground in the earth. Uh, If it's cold outside, just make sure that you are getting outside and getting light in to your eyes. So if you change time zones, I've heard it suggested that make sure you watch the sunset in that new time zone. And if you can watch the sun rise in that new time zone, and that will get your circadian rhythm back on track and in turn make your hormones way, way happier because they know what they're supposed to be doing. Since our circadian rhythm is kind of in charge of telling our hormones what they should be doing when, this is a good way to kind of realign that and get it back on track. 
When it comes to meals and meeting up with friends, I just highly suggest making as many meals as you can at home. You know, if just one or two of your meals of the week are out, it's not going to kill you. you. I can even give you some tips if you're inside one of my offers on how to mitigate the harm or stress from eating out. But I would just say make sure you are cooking yourself as much as possible and even encourage some of your friends or get-togethers with family members to be homemade meals and make your own meal that you know doesn't have these oils that are harmful to our hormones and I bet you would see a huge, huge result Um, and then including glucose hacks obviously during these get-togethers would be really helpful as well. And the other thing you want to be doing to help your hormones and keep your cycle on track, especially with the holiday season coming up, is boundaries, girl. You want to make sure you have steadfast boundaries around people, around where you're spending your energy, around the type of activities you're doing, especially throughout the four different phases of your cycle, because boundaries should fluctuate and change depending on what phase of your cycle you're in. There are times of your cycle where you have higher energy and you're better able to cope with people maybe pushing your boundaries or stepping over them even. But there are other times where those boundaries need to be unshakable, something that you do not compromise on. And when you do that, you're going to see your PMS go away. You're going to see your cycle be much more regular because you're not dealing with stress. And it's overall just going to be a win-win situation. And last of all, you got to have support in all of this because it's not easy to be a woman who is prioritizing her hormones during the holiday season or any time of year because guess what? Our cycle is just not the main character in society, even though she should be, in my personal opinion. So that's why I really want to tell you about something. I haven't said it anywhere else. Literally, you guys know you are my most edited audience. And so that's why I wanted to be the first one to tell you about the synced sisterhood. Okay, so what is the Synced Sisterhood? This is my first membership, guys, and we're kind of going to do a trial run at it. It's going to be a three-month membership that begins on November 6th. And think of it like having the ultimate support system, the ultimate knowledge around how to handle the holidays and prioritize your hormones even beyond what I taught you here today. And to really not only end 2023 on quite literally the best note possible, but to have an unshakable foundation as you're entering 2024. Because here's what we're not going to do. We're not going to set these boo shit New Year's resolutions that don't align with our cycle anymore. We're not going to try to 180 all of our habits. We're also not going to try to be perfect during the holiday season, nor are we going to throw everything out the window and not take care of ourselves one lick. I am all about living in between between the the all or nothing. I believe that it is easiest to do that and to take action when you are matching your actions with the different phases of your cycle. And that's what the synced sisterhood is all about. So think about having not only me, but a community of women supporting you in November, December, and January. And this way, you are supported with all the tools that you need in order to come out the other side feeling 
fresh as a daisy, quite literally, and knowing that you did all you could to support yourself most of all, and that's the gift you should be giving this holiday season. So just a few specifics, like I mentioned, it begins November 6th, and I'm going to kick off that membership with a call and a training about the four phases, how to track where you are in your cycle, and also a breakdown of just how the membership is going to go. It's a training that will be pinned to the membership the whole three months so that you can revisit it. But then each and every month, you're going to receive the following. You're going to get a cycle recipe list. So this includes four recipes for each phase of your cycle. So basically each month you're gonna get 16 new recipes, each with a seasonal twist. So I'm thinking like Thanksgiving recipes, 16 of them in November, some holiday recipes, 16 of them in December, and some delicious New Year vibe recipes in January. So each month you get one of those, you will also get like a survival guide for each month. So think of it as like a resource PDF on tips and tricks on how to handle Thanksgiving and all the activities that come around that. And also how to survive and prioritize your hormones around Christmas and New Year's and in January after the whole holiday season is over. Each month you're going to get a resource that is yours forever. And then you will also get, and I'm most excited for this, one Zoom coaching call with me. It it will be a group coaching call where you can pick my brain on whatever questions you have. You can tell me what you're struggling with and we will just have a live coaching opportunity to have that conversation and to also just be surrounded and supported by the other women who have the same goal as you, which is to give back to themselves and to prioritize their cycle and their hormones during the holiday season. Can you believe this? I am just so excited excited for this because this is just my bread and butter. I love being in a group of women who have the same goal. I love being surrounded by women who are looking to better themselves and I am loving it even more when it revolves around our hormones and our cycle. So please click the link below for the Synced Sisterhood. You save money when you pay in full for all three months or you can do monthly payments. It is very affordable. I wanted to make it accessible to women, especially during this time of year, but I also want you to have some skin in the freaking game, honey, because this is no joke. This stuff is serious. Your cycle and your hormones are your fifth vital sign, and they should be treated with a lot of care and intention. I hope this episode was helpful to you and empowered you with the knowledge you need to know around what can shake up or delay or even onset early your period and other symptoms that come with our cycle. Whether you want to join the Synced Sisterhood or if you just want to tell me that this episode helped you, I'd love for you to slide into my DMs or please rate and review this podcast so we can keep sharing the good word about our hormones to other females on the planet. Thank you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon.